Yo, yo, yo. What up, it's what up? It's your boy, Rude the Great. It's your boy, Candid Kins. This is another episode of the Distinguished Gentleman, Gentleman Podcast. Podcast. What's up? Man, what's up, man? We lit right now, my G. Ah, man, I don't even... I don't even know how to feel this week. It's a new year. This week? New year. Happy 2019 Happy to everybody who's listening everybody, right man. now. You know, it's a year of prosperity, positive vibes. Progress. You know, and progress, yeah. We just trying to be, um, push each other to be better this year, man. Yeah, That's man, all we can right be. Now. In the new century. All we can I, be, know. man. Hopefully yeah, everybody had a great New Year's, a great Christmas. Everything is going well for you guys, man. We appreciate y'all for, for being consistent and listening and, you know what I'm saying, just vibing with us, man, Let, letting us goddamn ramble in your ears for a little bit, man. We appreciate the love. We appreciate it, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And if you're listening to this, you're going to be up this year, man. You, you're going to be on God. 100, man. Support, support. I know it. Whoever listening to this up. right now, if you're going through something, just know you at the end of but the yeah, year, man, what's your, uh, December 2019, <laughs> you're going to be up. I almost shed a tear already, man. What's going on? Everything, everything good, man. Everything good out here, man. Just been, you know, chilling and all that, man. What you been? I already know what you been watching, but what you been watching, man? Listen, all right. We're going to get straight to it, man. I've been watching. I've been watching the Survivor R. Kelly series. Bruh, uh, that shit fucked me up, G. I ain't gonna lie to you. That shit fucked with my mental. I could definitely, I could definitely understand where you're coming <sighs> that from. Shit fucked with me, bro. And I know when you say it fucked with you, I know you're saying it from the sense like of how all the shit that you saw. Because I mean, we knew some of these things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the shit got worse. I didn't know it could get that worse, my yeah. G. <laughs> and see, that's the, the crazy thing, because, you know, right now, R. Kelly is located in in the Atlanta area. He's uh, up there. He's up nah. north 85 somewhere. And last year, uh, I want to say end of 2017, beginning of 2018, around that time frame, I saw uh, the family come out and say they hadn't heard from their daughter in over a year. Um and that I saw the reports, you know, I don't really, I really follow social media and stuff like that. I try to stay, you know, disassociated with that kind of stuff. But I, I still ended up seeing, seeing the family come out and say they hadn't seen their daughter, hadn't heard from her. And I heard about the cult stuff and this, that, and the third. And I'm thinking like, yo, this is ridiculous. Like how we go from the little kids to now you got these girls and granted they're adults, they're old enough. But you got them locked away. You know what I'm saying? Like you got them locked away as your sex slaves or whatever the case is. And and I didn't I didn't pay attention to it too much, man. I just said, man, I hope this stuff is not true. Or if it is true, I hope they get these girls out. They need to get our Kelly some help and keep it moving. But then it's just like to watch. I only watched up to part five of the docuseries. Cause I, I don't know if I could do the last part. It was just it was too much for me after part two, honestly. Man, what do we begin? Uh, you see, this shit is so crazy. I don't know when where to begin, bro. Like the conversation. Like, yeah. okay. Uh I remember it vividly. I ain't got no notes in front of me. I remember everything vividly. Let's start at the beginning with it. Let's do it like the show. Let's start at the fucking beginning. Okay. R. Kelly was molested since he was like, I think they said six, seven, till he was like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. He was like molested, son of that age, which is crazy. By a family member. Right. 
by by a family and member a or somebody that's like a family member. Yeah. You feel me? So at the end of the day, my beginning statement is this. Everybody in this situation fucked up. And everybody failed everybody. Yeah. Like R. Kelly was failed. Family failed him. Yeah. His friends failed him. He failed himself as a man. Yeah. He failed um, his brother. Staff, when his brother told him that it was happening to him as well, you know what I'm saying? He didn't go fight, go support him, say yeah, nothing. Yeah, but they say um when you have like when you're going through stuff like that. No, it's hard. For you to it's hard for him to tell his brother is the truth. It's for him to admit to himself that it was happening, and it's kind of hard for a victim to do that. No, I definitely understood me? that, but it's like at the same time, I get what you're saying. As far as he failed, you know, he failed his brother as his older, as his little brother's protector. He failed him in that instance, and it's it's not because he was weak or because he didn't want to fight for his brother, but it's because he was already a victim. You understand? Yeah, that shit crazy. But then he failed his wife, his kids, and then, you know, they say you are a product of environment. They say if your dad beat, if you watch your father beat your mother, you have a high percentage oh. of becoming a woman. Beater. Yeah. If you are rape, if you've been molested or raped, you have. There's a high chance that you can become an abu- You can abuser. become from the abuser. Exactly. Uh, abuser. You feel me? Now the first thing is like the whole Aaliyah shit. Like he was 27. He met Aaliyah when she was 14. They said, yeah, he met Aaliyah when he was 14. And when a girl, the backup singer, said they were on a bus and the they used to play open. pranks on each other. And when the door sprung open, he was fucking Aaliyah. That shit is wild, G. That shit is super wild. Then got her pregnant and then tried to, like, the nigga that said, yo, he he got him fake, a fake wedding certificate. Yeah. Like, come on, G. Like he failed R. Kelly as a friend, he failed Aaliyah as an adult. Yeah, you like come on, you know shorty underage, you lying because she got pregnant, man. Like I, yo, I ain't gonna even lie, man. Like I'd have had to just snitch on that nigga. That's you know I don't tell, but that's one of them situations I would have had to call her parents. That would something was tell something. Her, I, think, I think her. at some point her parents found out because there's no way. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way. Nah, they found out f- from the story. See, I knew about that story beforehand. What basically happened was this. Her, her uncle was managing R. Kelly. And while her uncle was managing R. Kelly, he tell R. Kelly about a girl, his niece, that could sing. He bring the niece, which is Aaliyah, to R. Kelly. And R. Kelly like, yo, we can make her a star. Now, some of the stuff the background singer said about Aaliyah, I didn't know. I didn't know that they helped Aaliyah. Like change her style I thought it was just R. Kelly But she said we all did Like we molded her Cause we were all from Chicago From the hood So there was she was all like girl She was from Detroit But they said she was a girl Like a very innocent So they're like We She was dressing like us Like how we dressed in Chicago That's how we were dressing At the time So when she's saying like R. Kelly made her dress like her And to the point that What's crazy is The girl that was his background singer mm-hmm. The way she made it seem like at first, she didn't really know R. Kelly was that bad because R. Kelly never came on to them. Yeah. If you notice it, when she talks about R. Kelly, she she refers R. Kelly as Robert like he's a big brother. So that means R. Kelly never came on to her. I felt like I felt all. like she was at the most uh, a spectator in a lot of these things. No, you remember she said after the after after the they saw the Leah thing. Shit was there a dub. She stopped. Yeah. So she wasn't even around 
for the rest of the shit. And she said by the time Aaliyah came, she was already there for years. Yeah, and yeah, she had already been. They there never seen years. R. Kelly like that. So I'm not gonna say Aaliyah was R. Kelly first. You feel me? We don't know. Yeah, because they they were the saying that story, before then he was already you know he was already hitting uh he was already hitting a level in Chicago where he was like so big already and they was like yo he's still at the high school and I'm presuming you know what I'm saying this is R. Kelly at. Plus twenty one years old at this point. You understand? Into the nineties, um, when he was with the group, because she said she would have back when he was into the night when it was called R. Kelly, and I can't remember the other part of the group. Yeah, I can't remember the name right now. It was now. some letters. I remember that. Yeah, it was some letters. So that's his first album. Twelve Play, I think, is his first album where it's just solely him and whatever background singer, but he ain't got nobody else. So what I'm saying is, Shorty just made it seem like he she didn't know that side of him because he never came on to her, and she was young too. She said she met R. Kelly when she was 14. Right, right, you right. Know? And her and her friend, when they met R. Kelly, it wasn't like he was coming on to them. He just thought that they could really sing. It was like, yo, I won't want y'all to be my background singer. So to them, they're like, damn, Kel's trying to put these people on from Chicago. You feel me? But she said it used to be weird when she used to see R. Kelly with Aaliyah. But you remember she said her, Ali, her, Aaliyah, and the other girl were always together, and Aaliyah never said anything. Yeah. Until they saw it, then, like it became weird. So that means they were really keeping it secret, and then that just put it out. Cause you remember the assistant said he asked him, "Yo, bro, you be messing with Aaliyah?" And that nigga was like, "Hell nah." And he like, "Oh, I, right, I right, bet." And he said, "I believed him." Right. Until the nigga told me he got her pregnant. That shit crazy. That shit, man. I don't even know. It's gross. That shit gross, man. That nigga need to be super violated. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know people listening. If you know what super violate mean, I leave that to your imagination. I, I hope ain't gonna not. incriminate myself <laughs> on this podcast or what super violated. Exactly. Me, exactly. Need to be violated. See, he, he gotta and be, you can take that. He gotta be. Whatever uh, you want to. Taken care of. And you know what I'm saying, mob style or something, something because it, it does. It seems like the the legal system is failing, and of course it, it, it would be you know our our sisters that are getting failed in this situation, and our little sisters at that. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't understand. Like I I per- personally, I thought R. Kelly mm-hmm. was going down after the the tape fiasco. Like I was like, oh yeah, he's gonna do some time. I at remember the, that as a kid. That was about '04, right? And you know what? Another thing I didn't realize. Yeah. Um, when they were like, it took six years for the case to go. I didn't realize, like, maybe because Arkelly was making moves. Case, still, he dropped ignition. He, happy people. He, he dropped ignition. He was happy dropping. People, you hits. saved me and uh, you saved double me. up. Oh yeah, I had a double up album in high school. Oh, I feel so ashamed. Well, technically, I just want to put this out to the people. I don't really be buying people shit. I'm a super bootlegger. Super bootleg. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly, I'm a super bootlegger. Allegedly, yeah. Back then, really back then, we were still lit on Kazaa and Limewire. We, we were still finding ways to uh, support without support. No, 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 chill, chill, the nigga. That's 0406. Don't try us. We was on torrent. You tripping, bro? Hey, that's 0406. Yo, people still on the way. Wasn't man. on Limewire. Wasn't on Limewire. It was done. Oh, for double up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By double up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. By double up, Limewire was dub. But yeah, I alleged. Um, I know some people that allegedly trap out the bandwidth. So I never. Damn, I bought TP2 
I, I got TP2 <laughs> reloaded. It's in my thing right now, bro. Reloaded? I just thought about it. I got listen, that. Listen, the listen, one. Bro. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, <laughs> uh, I feel so ashamed, bro. It's like it's, it's, I know it's I said trouble place. on the king. Yeah, I know I said on the king and R and B episode that I can separate the art from the person, which I still stand on that. I can, but that shit I seen the other night fucked me up so bad. I'm good on R Kelly for right now, my G. I can't listen to his music right now. I'm gonna have to yes, be yes. a part of the mute R Kelly. For right now, I ain't saying I ain't gonna never listen to R. Kelly again in my life. Yeah, but it ain't gonna be no time soon. And if I ever, if my ears ever hear R. Kelly again, they gotta be in the own comforts of my home. I'm a goddamn self. I don't need y'all right, 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 to right. judge me. I, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not for uh, the R. Kelly wave at the lounge. Or the bar or nothing like that. Like <clears throat> Yeah, if I'm in the club, you play that, I'm gonna go to the DJ PC. Cut that shit off, my G. We ain't with that. Yeah, we can't like I get I, you know I understand what's what another saying, thing man, I'm like, crazy. We can't, we can't allow I'm tired of all these niggas like talking, money. these famous people coming out now. It's getting on my nerves. What you mean as far as Alright, let's give an example. John Legend. You've been around, nigga. You know what's been going on. You ain't say shit when he was hot. I just seen Tank put something out. You've been around too. He's actually from your era. You ain't say shit when he was hot. I, I feel like I feel like Tanks, Tanks came from more of a like. Cause Tank, did, he's saying he didn't believe. You know well, what I'm saying? I'm just saying like, let's keep it funky. It's, it's different. It's different me. if you're you're you didn't believe, and, and you didn't say nothing, and you, you knew was in the industry, or you, you believed it. it, and you didn't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, uh, uh, nah, okay, let's keep it funky. I seen somebody ask Meek. Um, cause Meek, ever since he put out the championship album, he has something called Ask Meek, where you could just ask him a question if you see it, he'll try to answer it to the best of his ability. He right. said, I ain't with that R. Kelly shit. And he said, I to keep it funky. He says, a lot of famous people that you are fans of, they'll be doing some foul shit. And people know they're just not saying anything because they don't want the light shined on them. But he says, a lot of weirdo shit. I'm just keeping it funky. No, it's I believe cool that. now because. Yeah, it's I've been cool saying now for a to long say time R. Kelly. That rich people be on a different wave than than regular people because yeah. you 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 know you hear about the 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 uh, Saudi Arabian princes who be like pulling up to people and saying, "Yo, can I shit on your wife's stomach for fifty thousand dollars?" Like they rich, they done did so much stuff, they just doing whatever now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we're we're, we're not gonna pretend like that's just happening overseas across the world and other places like there's rich people absurdly rich people in america <laughs> bro i was trying not to laugh one time this episode because this shit's so serious <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a very serious situation what we're discussing Listen, right now i just it's a pet peeve it's like we in a clique of friends right and we know you've been doing some foul shit right and then we don't ever say nothing but once everybody starts saying, you start saying, yeah, that nigga been doing that shit. I ain't never believed. No, niggas wasn't opening their mouth when the nigga was hot. If you was around, this is how I personally feel. Because mm-hmm. just like I knew this Leah shit, I, we, like we been knew you a pedophile, my nigga. We been seen the video. We already knew what time it is. And a lot of artists still worked with him. Whether you thought he could help you or you not could help you. You feel me? Or maybe you could have been a tank. And you didn't believe it. But if you was on the fence back then, you should still be on the fence right now. What I mean is, if you do believe these girls, you should just keep your mouth closed. You shouldn't okay. jump out and be like, well, yo, we ain't believe. No, nigga, where you was at while this nigga was out here perpetrating these little girls, um, but, taking th- th- little girls this, up to the stage? I think you was comes, around, nigga. This, this comes and to the, the industry, point where mm-hmm. you, get, you gain more information. You can't still be on the fence with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, what once I'm you saying get- is... 
They had these people in the industry. Listen, the industry they had clues. Big. More than likely, they, they knew. There's rumbling. Even when you see Wendy Williams on the interview, she said all this stuff coming out with R. Kelly. They been knew. Like they knew. Like they just knew. Right. So like it's something that been going on for twenty years. So if you've been in the industry for twenty years, you already knew what time it was. I just seen Dame Dash put something on saying when Hove did um. Best of both worlds. He told Hov he not rocking with it. If you want to do it, that's you. But he said, yo, Aaliyah told me what happened. Said he's a bad man. He said, I'm not with that shit. Ooh. But if you're doing it, that's on you. You can do it by yourself. And, and now when he said that, I didn't remember. Dane wasn't in none of the R. Kelly, Jay-Z videos. Yeah. He's in every video. And th- that's when they were still good. Really, really good. You yeah. feel me? Yeah, so Dame used to be in every video. Dame used to be rapping in the video. Even if you didn't see him, he would rap it. Like, yo, Hov got this new album. He'll be on everything, saying Hov coming out with album. And now that I remember, he wasn't really bringing that shit up when Best of Both Worlds. I ain't seen him in no videos. He wasn't next to Hov. You feel me? It's like Hov did that shit one on his own. It's like them niggas wasn't around. And maybe they wasn't around because because maybe Dame that's like, yo, this nigga could like. Violating my girl If I be around him I'm gonna do something to him You feel me You know Maybe what I feel what like uh, uh-huh. And I'll say this This is one thing I didn't care for I didn't like how they tried To expose the people Who weren't Who who who, who didn't want to be on The uh, the docuseries I felt like You know what I'm saying Like They probably had different reasons But when it came to The whole situation It, uh, it made me feel Just a little bit funny Cause in my head I'm thinking How old again was Beyonce When B- Jay Z started talking to her no, she was of age, bro. Chill. This, but this is what I'm saying. They, they, as far as from what we know, you know what I'm saying? Because Beyonce been hot since she was a teenager. Listen, let's just keep it funky. Hoven beats twelve years apart, bro. You could take that out if you want. That's to. and see, and I feel like, and not to say that you know Hov is on no funny stuff, but you know, if she was seventeen, I mean, he was twenty nine, seventeen. Huh? Say that again. If she, if she was seventeen, he was twenty nine. Yeah, they took. Yeah, I think they twelve years apart. I could be mistaken on number, but it, it's ten. It's ten plus. So it's either ten years or twelve years. You could check that. I'm checking for you. I'm check. checking for you. Yeah, but yeah, he was twenty nine. She was seventeen. So it's like, and maybe I don't you know, know maybe it home. wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. Uh, this is the thing. This is the crazy, thing about age, but, right? This is the thing about age that gets a little funky. A lot of well, not my parents. But a lot of people's parents are sometimes 10 years apart. Yeah, my parents are apart. 7, 8, 9. Yeah, apart. So sometimes when you older and a person is 30 and then a person is 39, you don't look at it as bad if the person is 9 and you're not born. But it's or 12 years. It's 12 years. 1969, Jay-Z was born. 1981, Beyonce was born. 12 years. Yeah, so you look at it funny like that. So that means basically, like me, if I'm 29, I'm not talking to no girl that's 17. Right. That's just me. At all. That's just me. But I don't know when, I don't, re- like, I personally don't remember when whole started. I think Beyonce was of age. I don't remember. It's been so long. Like, And they ain't really come out with each other to what, 03, 04? She it was, was been past 18. 02? She was been past 18. But I don't, I don't know when he started talking to like we don't know, so I can't. I'm not gonna throw that out there. You feel me? Right. Because I don't know. But they are 12 years apart. There's a lot of people that's in the industry. Look at um Russell on Simmons and Kamara Lee Simmons. But 
Hove ain't brainwashing Beyonce. You, you dig what I'm saying, G? They yes, 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 yes. Uh, you're right. You're right. It's a whole different. He didn't do that. Russ, they didn't do that. Even though they're far apart, and if they were younger, like say Hove was like seven, like eighteen, and Shorty was like, damn, that shit crazy. It ha- it would have to be <laughs> at, thought, I, at the very no, least. No, I just thought about that shit. If the nigga was eighteen, and they twelve years apart, she was she was six. She was six. Shit. God damn! See, this R. Kelly shit fucking me up. That's why, that, and at, I feel like I feel like people gonna start asking questions because there was rumors. Oh, there was rumors of Hov and Beyonce before they. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit, man! I never like really thought. Oh shit, man! Now you got me looking at Hov and be crazy, G. And that's that's not what I'm trying to say, but I'm saying like oh, because man. because of the possibility of people trying to reflect now, on that. I mean. I think it's a way about you doing it. If you got a girl that's 10 years, 12 years younger, if you're not brainwashed, if you're not doing what R. Kelly was doing, I don't see nothing wrong. If she's 19, you 30, whatever. That's your business. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that right. Twilight but shit, this, bro. But you know what's crazy? Besides those 30-year-old girls, every girl he met, he met him at like 14, 15. Yeah, he met him. He, he met him young. Crazy. He met him young. 14, he met him young. So he's a super pedophile. Like... Like if you meet a girl at seventeen, right? In some situations, and let's and you, like let's say waited. let's just say cray. Let's just talk hypothetical. Say you meet a girl, she's seventeen, right? right. And then you twenty eight. Let's just give twenty seven. Let's give twenty seven. You're ten years apart. You're twenty seven. You talking to her, but you don't do nothing with her. Now she become of age, and they do something to her. People ain't gonna judge you like that because you kept it strictly nothing respectful for yeah. that year. You respected her age. And then when she became of age, you're like, oh, you could be my lady now because you're of age. That's different. Some people might look at you crazy. Some people might not look at you crazy. It just depends on the person's age. Because somebody younger might be like, yo, that's wild crazy. Somebody, somebody like older this, might be like, when nah, was, that's straight. When I was 19, uh, I dated a 16-year-old. I was my first year of college. I was dating a 16-year-old. I think she was in 10th grade. And... We're only like, like really, really three years apart, three and a half years actually. When I turned twenty though, something in me I didn't feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Just because I knew she was sixteen, and it was like we wasn't having sex or nothing like that. But me knowing that I'm twenty, I'm a, I'm a, I'm in a whole nother era. You know what I'm saying? I'm in a whole nother decade of of numbers. Like, <laughs> and she's sixteen, and it's like yeah, we're only three and a half years apart. But at the same time. She's 16, man. Like, like. And you know, we from the hood, man. We done seen a lot of 16-year-old, 15-year-old girls with 20 Bro, I remember in high school talking to girls in 10th grade, and they talking about, yeah, my boyfriend about to come pick me up. And I'm like, your boyfriend, 21, 24. And I'm like, are you 15? Like, what's going on? Super violation. To me, it used to be like, yo, that's just weird. And I'm thinking like, what can he want with you? You in tenth grade, like you ain't got no job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what's, <laughs> what, what's you talking about? <laughs> like, what that, conversations is y'all having for this dude to be wanting to come kick it with you? You know, and even the chick I was dating at the time, you know, for sixteen, I thought she was a lot more, a lot, a lot mature. I thought she was cool, et cetera, et cetera. But it was still something about you know what I'm saying, her youth that. It still made me, and you know, of course, and at the same time, this is this is during the whole, you know, I'm 31 now, so me at 20, this is prime R. Kelly era before he even got sentenced. So I was getting hit with the crazy jokes, and I was just, it, I didn't like it. 
You know what I'm saying? Especially where I turn to. Lie by I ain't like it, bro. <laughs> and in my heart, I knew I wasn't trying to do nothing crazy. I knew I wasn't trying to manipulate her. I knew I wasn't trying to take advantage of her, nothing like that. But I just, I just felt so wrong. And me and Shouty Dever, I, I, I didn't feel right because I was 20, and then I turned 21. I didn't feel right doing nothing with her until she turned 18. You know what I'm saying? And that was just when she was 18. I was what? 22. But it was, you know, that's my part. Like, I don't understand how, and that that's me at 20 feeling that way. So I don't, I don't see how um, a man 21, 24, 27, elsewhere old can look at a, a, a 14 year old or, or whatever, anything like that. Like it, it sickens me. Like when, when my dad passed away, um, I took like the ownership of his his goddaughter and i you know she was really sad i was sad of course and she was like so what happens to me now like i just don't have a goddad no more because she was cool with my pops you know what i'm saying and i was like nah nah i'm your godfather and i was okay. 24 25 she was like 15 you know what i'm saying and i'm 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 looking like i could never look at her in any type of way. You know what I'm saying? As a 15-year-old, I could never... And I associate, in the, you know, by default, now I associate everybody at her age with the same type of... with the same level. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's 21 now, but when I look at 21-year-olds, I see her. And I, I'm like, no. There's no way. I, I just... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just not for me. Like, I don't see myself going to someone that you... There's no excuse for this kind of behavior. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense. And for R. Kelly to be perpetually uh going back and reaching in into the youngest box he could find it just doesn't make sense bro like there's all these girls that are 21 plus years old 18 plus years old or whatever granted he had a few 17 and 19 year olds and it was like okay you know those situations they weren't bad because of the age they were bad because of the abuse because of the the mental and physical abuse so yeah, and that, that's like, a whole you know nother. What made it that um uh, the last straw for me and the whole shit. I'm like, damn, he's um mentally abusing these girls. You know what I'm saying? He's um statutory rape, raping the girl. I call it rape. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. He raping these girls. Yeah. That's what I call it. Yeah. And then once the girl said he punched me in my face, that's when I fully lost it. I said, oh, this nigga's a dub. Like, yeah. This, I was really numb the whole time, right? I was numb. Cause I'm like, damn. Cause I kind of knew this shit. Like he was doing this type of shit. So it wasn't nothing new. And then when Shorty like, yeah, he just hit me in my face and kept beating on me. I said, oh, this nigga hitting these females too, bro. Oh, we already know you're you're a pedophile. You already now you're a yeah. woman and beater. Like on come top on, of that, my G, and you less than the situation, a man. the situation with with his wife coming down the steps and asking, can she get something to eat? She knocking on the door and he, he they ignoring it. I'm looking like who else is in your circle? Like forcing these girls to have threesomes. Yeah, man, it's too. It's too. This shit was like a super episode of Special Victims Unit. And I keep saying somebody need to call Olivia Benson because she'd have been locked this nigga up. Like the the judicial system, the legal system is failing us, man. Like what the fuck, yo? It doesn't make sense because Olivia would not have stopped. I'm trying to look like look into laws or whatever. I ain't no I ain't no lawyer. But I'm looking into the laws or whatever like that. And I'm like, even with this whole series out, R. Kelly's not going to do no time. He's not about to get arrested. N- nobody is about to convict this man. He's still in. He's still on our streets. Yeah, and the shorty that got the herpy case, 
She just suing him. Well, he could get locked up for that. For you could get locked up for giving somebody herpes. Like giving them a sexually transmitted disease, I think. And you didn't tell them. Because it's like you're... you're yeah, is that, like is that an, an episode attempted. six? Hold on. What, I, didn't, I didn't hear about that. Talk to me. Okay. Okay. It gets down to the last episode where one of the girls, she was 19 when she met R. Kelly. She was like 19, 20. She met R. Kelly. R. Kelly got her number. She ain't really take him serious. You feel me? But he kept texting her, hitting her up. They start talking. They end up dating. Now, when they end up dating, she was with R. Kelly for a year. She was around her for a year, I think she said. And she said the first time he talked to her, he does the, he do that little filler thing when he tests you out. He asks you, well, when you talk to me, you got to call me daddy. That shit start irking me, bro. Bro, we going to touch on that. We gonna touch, I feel like we got to touch on that specific thing because that was one of the things that was, like, driving me crazy, bro. Crazy, bro. Like, like I was getting so heated. But no, to, to, to continue with the story, though. Yeah, so Shorty basically was with him. And she's a very pretty girl. And she was with him for a year. But what um what made her um stop is she saw something. I can't remember what she said she saw. But she saw um maybe I think it was the parents. When the parents came out and did all that shit, she saw something. How they were talking about the sex cult thing. Yeah. She saw it on the news because, you know, it came up. And she started thinking to herself, "Is am I... In a sex call? Like, she started thinking, like, you know, like, contemplating. And then she said, one day he talked to her crazy. And then she was like, oh, fuck out of here. Right. He she, left, she peeped right? it. She saw that and he when was she, feeling. Yeah. Yeah, like, I guess she was, she said she was in awe at the sense. Like, she really liked him. She of was course. in awe. It's our then kid. when she seen that stuff, her emotions started getting out. And she started thinking, like, everything that's been going on this past year. How he wanted her to move in with him. Like, all this. She started thinking, like, oh, shit, this nigga's controlling. Because he do the shit. All the girls say the same thing. He does the shit piece by piece. And then by the time you're, it's in, you're in too deep. He done mentally fucked with you. Like, he starts, he's mentally fucked with. So she said she talked to um that light-skinned girl that's still with him. um Parents, the one that was on TMZ. And the guy was like, have you been to the doctor? And she was like, nah, for check for sexually transmitted diseases. And she was like, no, why? Because like, he said, I for sure know that R. Kelly gave my daughter herpes. And she goes get to the doctor because she didn't have herpes before she said that. She goes get checked. She got herpes. So she filed a police report and she tried to sue R. Kelly. Because she knows she can't put him in jail. Because she said the sex was consensual. But he didn't say he had herpes. Of course not. And she said he taped her. Because R. Kelly... That's another thing that was irking me. He be taping all these girls having sex with them. And you don't remember the security said he watches them. Like something out of SVU. Mm. Like a predator watching his victim. Him do his victim. When the girl was crying and she said he would just go in a room. And he would just ask you if you could bring another girl. And then he would bring that other girl, and you would have threesome. But she didn't really like girls. She just was doing it. Just she just kept saying, was, like, yeah. she didn't want to do it, but she felt like she had to do it. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, my. Oh, it's R. Kelly, man. man. He's using his celebrity to to manipulate the situation and, and have all the control. And them being, you know what I'm saying, uh, beautiful women, but just regular women, they feel like, oh, this is what you know powerful people do this is what rich people do who am i to say no to r kelly and it's not right it's not fair like you shouldn't feel 
obligated, manipulated or forced in any way, coerced in any way to do anything that you don't want, especially sexually, because it's demeaning. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 a power move. And we understand R. Kelly had a situation and he got his power taken away from him. But now he's taking power away from too many people, man. Too many people. Yeah, man. If they can no go way. after if they can go after whoever did it to him, do that. But he has to be sought after as well. Yeah, it's, man. He got to pay. Can ever, listen, man. After they're watching that shit, my, if I ever have kids, they can't call me daddy, bro. Oh God! No, 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 no. Okay, let's shit, let's get to that, right? No, listen, so, no, that shit not funny. I'm dead ass serious. Let, no, Nobody this, can this, call me daddy. This is what I'm Nobody. saying. Nobody. I, me personally, I have for the longest had an issue with uh, girls calling me daddy. I'm not for it. I don't like it because I call my daddy daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm always, you know what I'm saying? I'm Haitian, and papi, daddy, like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I grew up. With that kind of Creole in me, and that's with the with the accent or whatever like that. So I was never like dad, father, nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? It was daddy. I called him daddy on his deathbed. That that's my daddy. So I would I was never comfortable with a girl calling me that, and I was even even less comfortable with 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 women who I knew who didn't have fathers in their lives calling me that. I used to be like, nah, don't do that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like chill, fall back, and it, like to 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 see R. Kelly using that, and Especially knowing because he, he didn't have a father, it, it, knowing he didn't bruh, have a father, it was that shit crazy. It was driving me insane. Like I every time he said it, punch. it irked me. It made my stomach turn. Man, and every girl repeated that shit, and I was just looking at the situation like, yo, the f-, you know what I'm saying? Like, but and the, the crazy thing is, in my personal life, you know what I'm saying, with the relationships I have with with young ladies from school and and church and wherever work passing i see a lot of girls and they call their dudes daddy and i'd be looking at them like yo you got a dad what's Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it's just like i don't like i don't like mixing certain things i feel like it's just too messy it's too slippery a slope bro and the fact that this dude he was doing this and and all these girls are saying yeah you gotta call me and he it's not even awesome a lot of them it wasn't even awesome Hey, I was, we've been kicking it for a minute. Da, 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 da. It was like first date, first time. Yeah, first time you get off the phone, he said, she said, bye. He said, bye what? She's like, bye, daddy. Yeah. That shit, it was weird. Bro. I'm looking oh, like, yeah. yo, what the hell? Be like, and and on top of that, you a father yourself. But you remember his wife said he was never really a father. He was a provider. So he never really spent so he time don't know. with his kids. Man, he I just don't know. know. You he just noticed to give her money, like to make sure they were straight. In that sense, even though he was abusive to his wife, he just made sure that he gave her money. And then she said after she left him, the nigga stopped paying child support. Oh, he was on and off with the child support because there's no. I don't see him not paying no child support. No, he hasn't paid child support, bro. You see, that's why you gotta watch episode In ten six. years. Yes, then, he then hasn't that, paid child support again. She that's said the, when the she left, she had twenty five hundred dollars, and when um she did the divorce paper, and she filed for divorce, she said the judge is the one that put in her divorce paper that R. Kelly cannot be nowhere near her kids. She said she didn't put that because at that time she was just trying to get out of the situation, and she said the judge. Specifically put in the divorce papers She has full custody of her kids mm-hmm. And R. Kelly's to not Ever Ever Be around their kids but, 
around the kids, period. Not even, like, supervision. Not to be around the kids. Because the ju- whoever the judge is probably was put on game who R. Kelly is. And he like, nigga, you got away, but you're not going to get away in my courthouse. Right, 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 right. She said he was on child support. But when when um she said he stopped paying and she done did the lawyers to go get him to pay. And she said he hasn't paid for years. So when people were saying, like, oh... She shouldn't say anything because he's paying her. She getting money. She said when she divorced him, she didn't leave with anything. She like, I ain't getting no alimony. I ain't getting no child support. She like, he would pay it. Then he would stop. And then she said he just stopped. Like, she like, he hasn't paid his child support in like 10 years. She said something crazy. I'm like, damn. 10 years ago, R. Kelly was kind of came back in 2008, 2007. Yeah. You feel me? So, yeah, bread. He had so a little he resurrection. Hasn't been paying. He hasn't paid. Now, let's get on to his family, man. Yo, his... Oh, listen. I can't remember their names. I just remember the younger brother's name is Kerry Kelly. Yeah. But the brother that's in jail, listen to me right now. If there's anybody in Cook County Jail, that's Chicago, that's in jail with this nigga brother, and you know the booty bandit in jail, y'all niggas need to take that nigga ass and violate him. Oh, God. He got to get violated with no lubrication, bro. The shit he was saying, bro... The nigga said, Bruce, I Bruce like Kelly. older woman. Hey, Bruce Kelly. He said, I like older William. Older William. An older woman. My brother like younger woman. What's the problem? Yeah, I don't what? think. I don't think. <laughs> I don't. See, that nigga was just so, as crazy think, as I don't think he understands the severity of the situation. Because he been in and out of jail. He's currently locked up for a while. He definitely ain't watching nah, the documentary. No, I checked this thing. He ain't been locked up that much. He just got locked up. Like when they made that the thing, he just got locked up. That's he just got locked up. But this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. I don't think, I think he's living in denial. There's no way that you thinking because he's probably he's probably seen the 17 and 19 year olds and he's thinking, oh, you know what I'm saying, age of consent, Chicago 17. These girls. If you look at it, all the brothers were around. The younger brother stopped being around after R. Kelly said that was his brother on the tape, and he tried. R. Kelly didn't say that. His lawyer said that. And he his didn't lawyer refute said what that, his but he ain't denied. If is, you ain't gonna deny, is, you just as guilty, my nigga. Which that's is your bad. people's. Pretty, pretty bad. That's, yeah, that's your people. That's, that's your, your brother, lawyer, nigga. Your brother, your brother, who you know was was taken advantage of and abused as well, and you trying to throw him up. You're letting them throw him up under the bus. But I guess. And then when Bruce was like, he should have took the hundred thousand dollars. That nigga would have been rich. Nigga, you don't get the fuck out of here with that shit. For a nigga holding R. Kelly down, he's still locked up. And you know what he's like? You know why he's still locked up? Because he ain't got bond, nigga. He ain't paid his bond. So he's sitting there to his trial date. Well, R. Kelly, right now, when you need that bond, my nigga. Yeah. I'm saying you holding a, I don't care. My brother, a pedophile, doing shit like that. I still got to love you because you my brother. But I can't stand next to you, my nigga. I got to call a spade a spade, my nigga. Straight up. Yeah. Spade a spade. You still my brother. I love you with all my heart, but my nigga, I can't rock with you. I don't what even like. I don't even foul. like speaking to hypotheticals like that, man. I'm gonna say that if I knew someone who I cared about was out here doing crazy stuff like that, I would understand that they got to go to jail and they got to go to jail for a long time. Like that's just the. It, it, it doesn't matter how much I love you, how much I care about you, how much whatever the situation is, you got to go. And yeah, whatever, not right. I, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna hate what you did. But as a, a a dear person to my life, I'm gonna love you still. I'm I, I don't think that you could just, cause I mean it's it's, it's murderers out here who they family still care about them. You know what I'm saying? Like like 
it's hard mm-hmm. to just be like, oh, this person is despicable. I hate them. I'm not related to to Hitler or or Hussein or none of them guys. You know what I'm saying? So I can I can I don't I, I try not to hate, but you know, for all, all intents and purposes, I can hate those guys relentlessly without a care in the world because they're not my family. I'm they, I don't know them. You know what I'm saying? It'd be different if if my brother Bell turned into some crazy killer or something like that like and and bell is the sweetest guy i know very nice i love that dude <laughs> but if he was like he would never i can't even fathom this shit you know what i'm saying like i would i, would, I don't see myself ever being able to stop loving him no matter what he did but we got to be we got to be accountable just because you love somebody doesn't mean that you have to accept everything about them like that's that's a that's a narrative that we got to kill if you love me you'll take me for who i am no if i love you i love you because i love you and i want you to be the best version of yourself you know what i'm saying yeah, i don't no want to accountability here. for anything he's done you notice that right he had no, no accountability. accountability he got away no, he got away with the no responsibility he got away with the pp shit he's been getting away with lying to people he's been getting away with manipulating physically abusing mentally abusing he's been getting away with with hiding people from their families Three years, I just seen Master P post something said if he that was his kid, he would have never been on no uh, show. He would have been on CNN because he would have been under the jail. He right. said I'd have burned that bitch up and shot that shit up. I'm at R. Kelly crib. <laughs> hey, bro, you want to work on this song? All right, we at the studio. Pop, pop, pop. I ain't gonna lie, man. We would have had we would have had a super violate R. Kelly. We would I'd have been at I'd have paid for a show, paid for backstage passage, passage, and just took us and took it where it needed to go, bro. And I'm, I'm, I look, I look, and I just think to myself, like, yo, all of you people were complicit in, in all of this, man. Like, you guys were literally just, oh yeah, R. everybody Kelly, in R. that, Kelly said, that go, documentary should go to jail except like one or two people. Yeah, Mo, the everybody victims, be in jail. the victims are fine. Everybody who knew, oh man, I seen R. Kelly yeah, at the yeah. high school. You knew and you didn't report that. You went to just Sparkle or Sparkle got on my goddamn nerves, my nigga. What she do? To you? What, what happened with Sparkle? I, I hurt for her a lot, bro. I hurt for her a hurt lot. Hurt for her for what? Come on. You knew what time it was. You knew how this nigga was. You knew. Because you know what makes Sparkle even worse than a lot of them people? Mm-hmm. Before Sparkle did um um two years ago. You, yeah, yeah, that yeah song, you better be She careful. was that nigga background singer for 10 years. For 10 years. So that means she was around for the Aaliyah stuff. She was there. Because mm. you remember the background singing that's 14? She said Sparkle is her son godmother. Yeah. Sparkle is like a mom to her. Like a big sister. Like a mom. She known her since she's 14. Because Sparkle's been his background singer this whole time. So she knew about all the girls. She knew about Aaliyah. You know he bring young girls all the time. You remember the producer was like in his studio in Chicago? The nigga had a fucking queen size bed in the middle of the studio. And he like, yo, Rob, what the fuck is this? And then he said that day he went in the studio, he saw girls in each room with a bucket in there. And that's the day he was like, nah, I can't rock with this shit. Sparkles was there the whole... That's what makes Sparkles look even stupid to me. Like, she looks like an idiot. Like, her crying, I didn't believe it. You didn't, bro. She's I don't know, bro. I. This, she said she okay, saw the Think tape. about this. Think about this. Sparkle is talking about how she introduced, um, her niece to 
R. Kelly, and she, you know, all that stuff. Pause on that. She was there for 10 years. She knew about the Aaliyah before stuff. Before all that shit. She was there for the Aaliyah stuff. Because think about the girl that said after she was like 14, 15, she was touring with R. Kelly because Aaliyah came around 93, 94. R. Kelly been hot since like, or literally, first out thing came out, I think 1990, nigga. So that little girl was around for three years before Aaliyah came, right? Right. By the time Aaliyah came, she already been there, right? Sparkle was already there. Sparkle's song came out in like 96, 97, G. Maybe 98. If you want to put it late, we'll put it late 98. It had to be, yeah. Right? So she been background singing for R. Kelly for 10 years. So that means if R. Kelly done had that group since 88, because Sparkle's from Chicago. If R. Kelly had that group since 88, she been background singing for R. Kelly since 88 before she got her chance. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So now, when you bring your 14-year-old girl, you are a person that's been there. You're like the security. You've been there, the assistant. You've been there since everything started. What made you think that your niece was going to be different? Because it was your niece? That nigga don't care. He's not human. He doesn't give a fuck about anybody but himself. So when she said, oh, you know, uh, when she told me she was going to his house, and they were having a sleepover. Bitch, why would I drag my niece out that bitch? You ain't going nowhere with no um, Robert. Yeah, she, so that's what she, she referred to him the, to. To the studio, and she saw her niece there, that should have been Come the end on. of that. It, it shouldn't have been no end more. End of that. Sparkle's crying because she's guilty, not because she's hurt. She's guilty because she put her niece in that situation. She allowed that man to get his. No, I, I think she says that, though. She feels she feels like it's, it's on her. She, you know what I'm saying? She feels like she failed her niece. She failed her family. No, she felt herself too. Cause if you looked at her, some of the stuff she said, which made no sense, she was throwing shade at his wife, right? But if you listen to the wife, Sparkle made it seem like she could do whatever she wanted. No, you didn't I feel notice like, that. I feel like in the situation, cause she's talking about, she's talking about in that moment, in that time when the, the when the wife was knocking on the door and she ain't know what's going on, she just heard the knocks. And then no, she said that couldn't be me. You remember I, when no, she I, said? That's, I feel like in the moment, that's what she thought. I don't think she's. In retro, retro, retrospectively. No, remember she said I used to go around talking to everybody like, "Hey," and nobody would talk to me. Nobody could say anything to me. They were told not to speak to me. Yeah. But if you notice, um, what um his wife said, because you remember his wife was his dancer. She said the dancers couldn't talk to the singers. Yeah. So that mean before Sparkle became Sparkle and before the wife became the wife, Sparkle couldn't talk to anybody. But the Background singers. That's why it makes sense that the other background sister singer said she was like a sister, a mom to me, because she's a few years older than them. It makes sense because they could talk to each other, but they couldn't talk to the dancers, which is the wife. She was throwing a little shade here and there. I, I could like. I don't I think it was it. it was her throwing. I think I think back she then she should have been in jail. She should have been. A, I, think I don't know if you can be an accessory. Shade, but I think now looking back, I don't think there's no shade coming from her, bro, because she understands that. They was all victims. I don't. I don't think she still. It was shit. her fault. Yeah, I blame her for her niece all the way, hundred percent. She. She. I blame Mark Kelly. I blame her. And she. She knew. You know, even if the the whispers of the Aaliyah stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you didn't believe it, hundred percent. Ain't no whispers. It was. They too... all saw it on that bus. Have you ever been on a tour bus before? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I understand. It, I understand. It's like a Greyhound bus. Imagine a Greyhound bus, same size, just with bunks in it. Nigga, if one, if one person saw that door flung open, everybody saw that shit. Of course. That was right there. Everybody saw it. So she probably was on the bus. So she know what time it is. And see, she but see, that, that's that's what I'm saying. We got to be careful because uh, we can't just assume that she was on the bus. Because she ain't saying she was on the bus. Of course. But you see, there's a lot of things them niggas ain't say. But you had to look at the time. She said, she did say, I was his background singer for 10 years before I came out with my song. But she, so she, she was, was a there. special case, bro. She wasn't. She, and look, if you look at that picture, you know that group picture? Um, she's on that group picture with the little girl with Aaliyah, and they show the picture. She, Sparkle's in that picture, bro. She was there. Yeah. She was there, man. I hold her responsible, man. Effort. The security get on my nerve because he let his sister marry R. Kelly. That nigga tripping. I would never let my sister marry no goddamn R. Kelly. I don't I don't they see myself tripping. allowing any female I know to be close to R. Kelly in the vicinity <laughs> of R. Kelly. If, 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 if somebody I knew now, Okay, I'm, I'm speaking for how I feel now because I feel like I had a friend not too long ago to an R. Kelly concert. She was on Snapchat with it, and she looked like she enjoyed herself. It was a good time, and I was like, that's what's up. But now, you know what I'm saying, I feel like those concerts should be empty. I don't think nobody – I mean, if you still yeah, vibe with R. Kelly, you R. still want to do your thing, nigga, do your man. thing, I'm not out here to to judge you because you enjoy his music or whatever like that. Cause that's something I love music. Like I passionately love music. Yeah, he's a musical genius. But fuck that. And see, shit, that's man. that's why I will say this. Like, this will be the last time anyone hears me say that R. Kelly is a musical genius. At least for the year 2019. Like, I'm off that. I, because I feel like the 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 that's what saying the past saying that he's a uh, uh, musical genius over and over again. It kind of uh, it's it's what he's been using. To get what he's to get away with what he's been doing, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, in the middle of the trial, he's dropping classics, and it's like, damn, it's number one records. Yeah. All those were number one. And records. we're thinking number one album. I, I I remember at one, I I think it was uh, episode five, and I think they were talking about his crib, and he said uh, one of the girls said uh, he had like the indoor pool, and he used to call it the jungle. Mm-hmm. This fool has a song called "Sex in the Jungle." Oh shit! I forgot about that. Oh lord! Or is it just called Jungle? He got Sex in the Kitchen and he got the Jungle. And Sex in the Jungle is on the same albums yeah. on the TP3. Yeah, bro, oh. like, he got he got the animals in the oh. background. Like, you you're messing with me in my head right now, bro. bro. It's like oh. I'm picking up on, on, on so many different things. Like they're right; these are stories. And God forbid, some of these stories might be in about little girls. Yeah, son. And it's like. Age ain't nothing but a number. We know, we know what that um, was. We know what that was. You remind me of my Jeep, and now that I think about it, I don't know what you remind me about. Jeep a woman, about, of, but God forbid, bump and grind. You ain't gotta tell no. Uh, what's the one? Um, what's that song? Um, he said you ain't gotta tell nobody. Think about this. Even his Mister, um, um, his song Kelly Price, friend of mine, when he cheated on a girl. And then Mr. Biggs call him, tell him that's my goddaughter. He does the same thing he did to the father. Oh, nothing going on. She just tripping. Same thing. And and if you listen to When a Woman's Fed Up, when you listen to those lyrics, you know what I mean? Yeah. It thing, even the song with Sparkle. And the song with Sparkle, he's cheating on Sparkle, doing all this fucked up shit to Sparkle in the song, right? Yeah. But he brings up 
how he provided for her, how he take care of her, how he did everything for her, which in sense doesn't give you a valid reason to go cheat. You feel me? Yeah. Just because you take care of me, just because you watch out for me and you was there for me doesn't give you a reason to go cheat on me. But in that song, that's what he says. You feel me? I'm trying to go to Oh, Lord. I ain't realize none of this shit, man. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. I'm about to look up the name of this nigga's songs, man. I got this nigga shit, man. This shit crazy. I just... That shit just crazy to me, bro. Yeah, now who gave you money when your ass was broke without a dime? <laughs> Come on. Keep reading it. Keep reading it. So no, keep quick going. To run keep... to your friends and talk about what we do in this house. Mm. You remember he told him don't say nothing. When whatever happens here, don't say nothing. Keep going. Nah, keep going. I want to. No, it's, it's not. It's not all. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's bits and pieces, but you could pull from it. Um, cause I mean, there's a part. Two years ago, you didn't know we had you had male friends. Wait a minute. Two years ago, you didn't know you had male friends. Up off in college, I found out you're still reaching out to them. So, Mrs. Busybody, <laughs> you used to listen to me when you were down and lost, but now you don't even respect me ever since I got laid off. So it, there, there's part of it. He's he's mixing. Yeah. The reality truth. with the yeah people's yeah. reality with his truth. So it's it's hard it's hard to to discern you know exactly what is what or whatever. But he's he's using some of his uh, own experiences, of course, to to express some of these ideas, some of these sentiments. You know what I'm saying? And so I always wondered this as a kid when R. Kelly came out with the gospel albums. It always sounded like he was fighting a demon. Like, he was trying to talk to God, but God wasn't listening to him because he was fighting a demon. Now I know what the demon is. Yeah. He got it. He got it. He got it. Uh, Even you saved me, bro. Those, man. man, I don't know. I don't know, bro. This shit crazy, man. This shit crazy. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> those are the sounds i want to hear that's the jungle joint man yeah this, this is the zoo that's what it was called oh man this is yeah man yo it's a it's a horrible situation um at this point going forward i just i pray that we could find a way to make this man pay for his sins you know what i'm saying and and not you know not in the whole religious sense like that's just a turn of phrase for me i like we need to either get this guy some counseling some nah, therapy fuck counseling listen because because this is what i'm i don't think that they're gonna be able to put him in jail bro and that's what bothers me the most he's 50 now 50 plus and i don't they think did it a, if they did it a bill they could get him. This the difference with Bill was. Think about a woman's threat. A woman's threat. Come on, man. I'm looking at names of R. Kelly songs right now, bro. A woman's threat. <laughs> I remember. I know that song very well, man. This nigga tripping, bro. Listen, like I said, man. You know what? I definitely um. A woman's threat was like a real, real good song to me. My time, my patience, my love, my blood, my sweat, my tears. This is a very, uh, I don't know. Because I, I don't know if he's speaking, I don't know if he's speaking from the perspective of 
of of him of what he's going through and and then just saying this is what a woman would do to cover it up you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. he could be talking about his wife my shaking my sleep my stress my days my nights my rest my do's my don'ts my dares my church my past my prayer this was a, this song for me this was one of my like I want to say 15-year-old me. This is one of my favorite songs off of TP2. Mm-hmm. I I was, this this is a, a man, I don't know, man. But, Think it. Think about it. If you don't stop, this is a warning. Someone's going to lay in your bed. This is a warning. Someone's going to eat your food. This is a warning. Someone's going to wear your clothes. Mm-hmm. This is a warning. Someone's going to fit your shoes. This is a warning. Basically saying, women, you're replaceable. Someone's going to get your keys. Someone gonna open your door. Someone gonna get your check. Like, oh, this shit crazy. But he's dude. he's masking it by saying this is a woman's threat, but this is really, really a threat. His threat, a threat to women, to a threat to yes. these women. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, and it go, goes back to like what I said, man. Listen to the bridge. Listen, have you ever heard the story about the three little bears? See, their papa was gone for a long, 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 long time. When he returned to his sweet little home, he had to come to find that all of his porridge was gone. I never understood that shit. That's not the story of the three little... (laughs) I know. But he's talking about himself in that shit. I think that's what he's talking about. And he has three kids, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He has three kids. (laughs) Shit crazy, man. This shit, wow. Look, you know, what I got the gist from in this shit is from the gist of this whole... Um, thing one, if you in the music industry and you are making them a bunch of money, they ain't gonna let nobody fuck with you till they don't need you no more. Yeah, that's one. Two, America doesn't give a fuck about black women, bro. Nah, at all. Unfortunately, they don't appreciate. Oh, this them. shit sound crazy. I, cause I, I put black women on a high pedestal so much, they don't give a fuck about black women, bro. They just don't go. Give a fuck about them, yo. You know what I mean? Because if this was a white woman, and I, I I hate that this is such a, a racial thing, but if this was a white woman, she oh, he would been under the jail. Bingo. Bingo. That's she what rap. Bill messed up. Yeah. But chill. <laughs> chill. I'm just saying, man. Too many, too many old white women came out and said, "Bill touched me," and it was over for Bill. Unfortunately, yeah, man. And, and and I'm saying unfortunately, not because he got caught. I'm saying unfortunately because. If these was little white girls, if it was a 14-year-old white girl, if this was Britney Spears at 14, R. Kelly would have been dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts about that, Munchie. Facts about like, that. Like, the fuck out of here. If it was little Christina yeah, Aguilera man. that he was dealing with, we wouldn't know no fucking R. Kelly right now. He would have never had time to hit us with an ignition. There would be no six years of, of, of holding the trial off. You know what I'm saying? It would have been 32 days. And R. Kelly would have been yeah. gone. And it would have been unanimous across the board. All these assailants, all these I heard the uh one of the one of the jurors said, I didn't like how the girls looked. I didn't believe them. I just didn't want to believe them. If there was a bunch of little innocent looking white girls sniffling, mm-hmm. oh yeah, they all seem credible. But because it was a you know, a couple of chicks that was kind of from the hood or whatever like that, they still, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. They just wanted money. That's crazy. Fuck out of here, bro. Mm-mm. It's like the yeah, more man. I think about it, the more I talk about it, the more upset I get, bro. And yeah, and I can't even be like R. Kelly. You, you gave me a lot of joy in life, but right now you're taking that away. Fuck you, yeah, nigga. You, fuck you. Nothing, you, R. Kelly. Fuck it's you. It's nothing. Nigga. It's nothing good coming out of this situation. And 
You a dub, nigga. I hope I hope you make no more money, my nigga. And that's the thing. He's probably he's probably gonna keep making money because ain't nobody saying. Nah, you see, you ain't watch episode six. This your problem for not watching episode six. Go, but you you supposed to be telling me, bro? What the heck? Listen, episode six. You know, I don't know. Remember if this lady was there. You remember how they had an employee? They didn't show their face. Yeah. They closed down that house in Atlanta that was in Johns Creek. He foreclosed on it because they were stopping his show. So the lady said. He had to learn how to spread his money a little longer and not splurge as much because he knew the money was going to start slowing down because they start canceling and shit. Like she said it verbatim, like he knows like his money's about to start super slowing down. And she said maybe after this, he might not make no money because they already took him off of all the playlists. So he's still on Spotify, and Apple Music and Tidal and all that. But you got to go search for him. He's not on. R. Kelly used to be on old school R and B playlists. All of R. Kelly song. So they that, took him off shit, the playlist. So all that shit did. And you know, sometimes people on like the streaming, they don't really go search for the artist. They just might be like, "Oh, I want to listen to old R and B," and then they just put in old R and B. But since R. Kelly got so much hits, he was always on there, bro. So, he's so getting, now he's, he's not on those hits. lists. Yeah, but they said since this shown, his streaming numbers went up because people went back to listen to his songs, which makes no sense to me. Sense to me, but it ain't like you didn't know his fucking song. But I maybe I guess people went to go decipher lyrics because one of the girls say on, in the episode that most of his songs are about true stuff that happened. Yeah, like they're really based on like true. So maybe people went to go decipher songs, but. She's like, his money's slowing down. He foreclosed on his house. She said he had to move back to Chicago, one of the houses he had in Chicago. He had to move back because the money started slowing down. You feel me? So you didn't see when the mom got her daughter. You saw that? Was yeah, that I saw episode? that. That was episode five. Yeah. Well, the other parents went to go get their daughter. They went to the studio. But what happened was the police told them that they can't go in there unless somebody opens the door. They don't have a warrant or anything to just go in his studio. Man, it should have been like, like yo, like, we know there's drugs inside. <laughs> you see, me personally, we would have shot the shit up. I'd have shot the shit up. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, I'd, 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 at the very least, I'd have brought my baseball back because you don't care about guns. I'd have brought my broke baseball glass back. Or we'd have been in there. We'd have set fire. We'd have had to set fire in that bit. You feel me? You know what I mean? But on a lighter note, uh, you remember the Cynthia Brown? Um, situation. Cynthia Brown sounds familiar. You got to jog my memory. That, uh, that's the girl that she was. Uh, they were sex trafficking her, and then they sold her to somebody, and then she killed a person. Yeah, yeah. Life in, today she just got granted clemency. She'll be out in August, hey, twenty nineteen. Uh, all the way in August, though. Yeah, you know it's a process. the The governor, I think, is about to be out of office, so he granted her clemency, basically time served, and he's they're gonna release her in August. Cause I think August will be the ten year mark that she been in jail. That's crazy. So she served ten years in that, so she's out of there, out of there, done. I'm actually happy for that. With all this shit going on, I'm happy for that. And you heard about the little girl Jasmine Burns? Mm. That's the girl that in Houston got shot yeah, up. Yeah, man. Shot up her mom. Cold situation. Yeah, cold situation. They found her killers. That's they turned themselves. It was. It was. It one was. was Twenty four. More than one. Nigga, one was 24, one was 20. I think one, the 20-year-old was the shooter. The 24-year-old was the driver. They said they think they shot the wrong car up. They were looking for somebody who shot the wrong car up, something like that. So they didn't mean to, like, shoot that car up. 
this world crazy, man. Yeah. But it took um somebody gave him a tip or whatever, and they found the dudes. But the dudes turned himself in, and one of the dudes he confessed. He said, "I shot up the car," like he said it. So okay. I'm assuming the other guy was the driver. So he said he shot up the car. I guess he fully confessed to it. You feel me? Like he did. I'm glad we like killing a seven year old. Yeah, man. That's crazy. I could not sleep at night if I knew I did that. I'm glad. Seven I'm glad. They, I'm glad they turned themselves in. Uh, so, so there's some peace that can be found. Uh, I definitely hope that with the Cynthia situation, Cynthia Brown. It's not Cynthia. It's it's it's, it's spelled different. It's C N O T H I A. Is that still Cynthia? Uh, bro. Okay, we gonna go with Cynthia. All right, we'll go with Cynthia. She <laughs> keep talking. Centoya. 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 Yeah. But definitely, yeah. I, 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 I don't think that her uh getting out is the only thing because she's been locked away for for ten years. So what is it? She'll be. She's like thirty. Oh. She didn't get a chance to damn. finish school. She didn't get a chance, you know. She didn't get a chance to, uh, oh, to really, you know, what I'm saying, become an adult and and learn. Like I, I don't think that it should just be, okay, she's out, the job is done. Like we need to make sure, especially in a drastic situation like that, that uh, we find a way as a community to kind of like make sure she gets on her feet. And you know, what I'm saying, if the family needs a little help or something like that, man, if we can pay for her to go to school or get something, you know what I'm saying? Like if she could didn't get an opportunity to while she was gone away. Like we gotta make sure that the story doesn't end at she got out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh with the family <clears throat> uh, uh Jasmine Brown man, condolences man, I I just I'm glad that they got the 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 criminals man. Like mistake or not, man, we we we're not solving a lot with these guns. And I, I don't know. Yeah, gun control, bro. I don't know if we're ever gonna get to the point where it's like, man, we need to, you know what I'm saying? Because if you think you're just gonna ride on somebody because you you angry or something and shoot them up or just shoot the guns for fun, I had a friend just recently. She said, uh, uh, for New Year's Eve, she was at the crib, her her brother, uh, family friend, and her dude, and another family friend, her dude was all chilling. And she said her and her brother and the first family friend dude was in the backyard shooting. You know, for New Year's, they shooting at the ground, which I always wonder, like, what are people shooting in the air for? That's crazy. But she told me they were shooting at the ground. You know what I'm saying? You know, just, just to celebrate, pop, 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 everybody shooting. That's cool. And then the, 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 the fourth guy, he wanted to shoot as well. And they was like, okay, cool, you can shoot. He went to the car. And she lives in a cul-de-sac. He went to his car. It's out in the cul-de-sac. And she said he shot in the air in four different directions. And it became like a hostile situation because it's like, my nigga, what goes up must come down. Like, you're shooting into the air. It's outside. It's raining. What if you slip and you, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you're shooting while you're falling and the angle changes and you shoot in somebody's house and somebody gets hurt. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like. Somebody told me. I don't know. You see, I always wondered that when you shoot in the air, does um does it matter where you shoot it at? How far it goes up? Does is there a thing with that? I always wondered that. I mean, I don't, I don't know because the, the, I feel like the force that you're shooting it and and the angle, its trajectory, it's a whole bunch of geometry involved. And I don't know if you shoot straight up, I don't know if it's gonna come straight back down. I, I'm not. Mm. 
I haven't done the math on that, but I just don't think it's safe. Yeah, man, I'm not with the shooting at. And then um, what else happened? Uh, yeah, those two, those are. I mean, those are on a lighter note. Those are great things that happened today. But I got one more thing, man. I know we be on some every now and then. This episode was kind of deep, so you know what I mean. We usually ain't this deep, but we just had to do it. For yeah, this man, we, we it had to be discussed. It had to be. It had, it had to be discussed. We couldn't let it slide. And before we leave, I got one more thing for you, man. I got one more thing for you. So this Talk is a quick me. question. Okay. If a man proposed to a girl and she says no, is the relationship over? Such a such a situational uh damn. <laughs> I think you sent me something. What, what did it say? What did it say? Uh if a man proposes to a girl and she says no, is the relationship over? And someone yes. responded, if you go to the playoffs and lose, is the season over? <laughs> I think it depends, man. Like I I mean, there could be, there could be a uh, a situ- It could be a situation where it's like she's not ready. Yeah, which is which is kind of weird because I feel like you know, I feel like you should have a an inkling of an idea if the girl you've been with for however long you've been with her is ready for marriage. Like you guys should have discussed this, chopped it up a few times. And now you know, okay, this is the right time or something like that. I don't know, but but the, that 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 shot, that that pride mm-hmm. being shot though to receive that no. If you do it privately, the relationship ain't over. If you do it publicly, <laughs> <laughs> that shit a dub. That shit a dub. That shit O V. Okay, I'm gonna tell you my opinion. Uh, if I propose to you. And I took my time. I did everything, went out my way, did special thing. The relationship isn't over, but I'm not proposing again. We could get married. Like, later on, we could talk about it when you're ready. And if you say, yo, now I'm ready to get married. If I'm still with you, I'm still in love with you. We could all go ahead and do that and get married. But me, I'm not getting on my knees again. That's a one-time thing for me, my I G. respect that. Once I do it once, don't think. If you say no and I'm in love with you and... Well, I'm going to be in love with you if I ask you to marry me. So, and you say no because you're not ready. Not because you don't want to be with me. You're not ready. I'm going to respect that you're not ready. And maybe I took the signs that you were giving me. Maybe I wasn't reading them right. Right, incorrectly. And then when we could talk about it, like, oh, I wasn't ready. Maybe I'll be ready in a few months. Maybe I'll be ready in a year. Whatever yeah. it is, I, I can respect that. It's going to hurt my heart that you said no to me because I went out my way. Right. But... And we could get married, like if you really want to do that. But me proposing and doing all that shit, I'm not getting on my, I'm not proposing again, ever. Each girl I'm listen, this is for future reference. Hey. Each girl I'm with get one proposal. Yeah, I better take notes per relationship from me. <laughs> <laughs> so if you with me, you get one proposal. That's it. Not two. Not three. One. Proposal. Yeah, one. One and done. One. I, I think I'm gonna have one to. Uh, I'm, I think I'm gonna have to. To, to to copy that and because I don't see myself asking a girl I, I never even imagined having to ask more than once you know what I'm saying <laughs> like yeah. I feel like if yeah. I get to the point where I'm like yeah man we should get married or I want to marry you if I don't already talk to your parents or yeah because I'm gonna go do that 
I'm gonna go do that. I'm gonna talk if you if you cool with your parents, I'm gonna go ask for your hand in marriage. Exactly, definitely. Do all them type of thing. If you got brothers, I'm gonna talk to your brother like yo. hundred percent. Listen, like, I'm gonna go through all of that for you to say no, man. You got me all the way fucked. Up. And and think <laughs> and think I'm gonna go come back and ask again. <laughs> you again? Now I got PTSD. Though. <laughs> I got PTSD for for, uh, for getting rejected. I got PTSD. You don't fuck my shit up. Every time, every time I say will you, I start shaking. I <laughs> shake it. I got it. You, people don't know this about me, but I got a severe case of rejectophobia. Oh, well, I respect it. <laughs> I got a okay, I already got rejectophobia right now. So you want to give me PTSD on top of that? With, on top of that? No nah, way. I can't handle that. That's the new rules for now and forever. You get one proposal per relationship. I'm, a, I'm, 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 I'm with adopting you, it. Yeah, you get one proposal. If it doesn't work out for that proposal, I must take that L. I don't even care if that shit in front of people, bro. I'm a, like I'm taking my L like a G, and then don't be coming here. Well, you can propose to me whenever you want. No, bitch, you had it. You said no. <laughs> right. You still want to get married though, right? That's what I was saying. You still want to get married though, right? We can do that. You better holler at that. Now it's on you. The ball's in your now court. Now it's on you. It's a ball is in your court. I already wanted to get yeah, you married. Better, you said you no. better find a clever way. You better be like, mm, beat me one on one. <laughs> you better, you know what I'm saying? Like, you better find a clever way to 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 get this proposal shit happening because them words not coming back out my mouth. Oh, yeah, they ain't coming out my mouth. You know, what, like for me, you don't gotta propose to me. We can have a conversation, but you want them to propose to you? Do I want my? I don't want my wife to propose to me. Oh, okay. So I want we her, on the same. I want note. her to be like on some. On, if if some crazy shit like that goes down and she's not ready, I want her to be like, yeah. I want her to be like, listen. Uh, if I beat you one on one. Um, then you gotta marry me, and I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm gonna lose on purpose, but I'm only losing by one. <laughs> and on that though, we out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, thank you guys again for listening to us, man. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Uh, y'all stuck it out with us for over an hour, man. We really appreciate it. Happy New Year, God bless. Let's stay positive, man, and let's focus yeah, and on respect our black women in this bitch. Yeah, man, right? we gotta focus on our sisters because you know what. They don't really care about us, and they yeah, don't so really care, about, care them. about us. So we gotta care, and we gotta we gotta yeah. come out here, and we gotta commit and show love and protect our sisters. Yeah, it's all on, the it's, way. It's on us, man. All right, all right. Yeah, hold it down. Peace.